Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the call-in show on the midweek fix with the LFC day trippers. Only two of us tonight. It's just myself and Shawnee taking taking charge on this one because Gav had to attend to real life business. As you all know, this is what is this the third third call-in or fourth call-in? I don't know. They're good cracking anyway. So we, we said we keep them going, and I'm sure you all saw the thumbnail that was out there for this show. <laughs> Once again, I think I drew the shortest straw, but we will thank Ray Brady for that one because. Uh, the man is a genius at, at the end of these things up, so we just have to take our licks on that one. But, uh, Shawnee, how are you? Yeah, it's good. It's becoming a highlight of uh, the week now, waiting for the thumbnail. Now, obviously, we get them in advance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I look like a vagrant. And now, I don't know. You look like your man. Did you ever watch that Under the Cosh podcast? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You look yeah. like your man, but we're a big bushy bird. It's fucking, <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, he's some man for it in fairness to him. Fairness, he walks wonders with a few little images. It's the same one I have all the time. Is <laughs> that so many? Yeah, I'll just say something. Obviously, you don't see them on now. Gab might release at the gallery of them, but does this photo of Gab with a smoke in his mouth? And it's officially the most photoshoppable <laughs> photo in history. It's gone from Gaddafi to Saddam Hussein to Macho Man Randy Savage. The, the, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, John, the royal thing, John Daly as well. He has that one. There's, there's a load of them. It's fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. So, yeah, so it's the call-in show. So if anyone wants to call in, I've put the link into the chat there. Again, we'll just say anyone asks the maggot, they'll be kicked out. We don't mind a bit of crack and we don't mind a bit of, um, you know, bit of banter on this show. But we don't want anyone being too disrespectful unless they want to get disrespected back in which case you know free for all that's fair enough and you know i'm sure that if anyone does act the maggot will be there to take them down so yeah get his questions into us get his subjects they can be liverpool they can be football they can be non-football before we go on we'll just say the sponsor of all the shows is um bookmakers.com 
bookmakers.com you can go there it's not just a betting website if you're into gambling you know do so responsibly but it's more than that it's good stats and all this other stuff and gav is doing a pod with them every week get on and subscribe to that and check them out excellent as as always um so yeah they're the sponsors but we get started shawnee i think the only place to start is non-liverpool at the moment and it's the man city stuff that's going on what do you make of that we haven't we haven't chatted about this one though you know gavin p and kev done a good show during night but what's your take on it yeah it's um Look, we, we only spoke a couple of weeks ago about the kind of the state of football and the direction it's going. And yeah. um, we kind of wondered, was there ever going to be a day of reckoning coming for City? Um, and we said it was highly unlikely, but um, it doesn't look good from their point of view. Um <laughs> People in the chat saying Shawnee has long arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like slender man, love it. <laughs> yeah, anyways, um yeah, I'm like Mick Hucknell. <laughs> Mick Hucknell on both selected. Um, yeah, quality. It doesn't look good for him, Keith. Um if you take your Liverpool glasses off for a minute and just kind of look at it for what it is, um there's very little to suggest. Man City can wiggle that way out. It's, it's going to, um, it's massively going to depend on what sort of, if they're going to look at, um, what sort of, how strong are they going to go on them, the Premier League? And the fact that it's it's over 99 charges would suggest that this is kind of a nail in the coffin job for them. Um we looked at what happened with your wife. They got they weren't exonerated. I think that's yeah. something that we need to we you need to they weren't they weren't exonerated. They literally they were found guilty, but they got off on technicalities. But I don't think like Kieran B says, Kieran, I actually don't think the loopholes are there. I think yeah. the fact that City the 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 route that they're taking with this pain a lawyer 5,000 it, it stinks of guilty it stinks of guilt it really does if they were sure of this they'd want this to play out in public they'd want the court of public opinion if they were so sure but I actually don't think that the paper trail will be far too comprehensive for them to cover I think um, it'll all depend on what sort of example Um. The Premier League want to make of them and they can't go to Cass because it's outside of the jurisdictions. They, I don't think there's any sort of time barring issues. No. Um it's it, it's not just big for the Premier League. I think this is a watershed moment for the future of football. I don't think that's an overstatement in saying. The, the shape of the game will, will defend massively on, on what happens here. And to be honest with you, so many charges, you'd have to think that the Premier League are just as lawyered up as Man City are and have done that due diligence that they can nail them. And we'll have to see. It's, it's obviously going to take a very, very long time to play out in court. But I, this could be football regulating itself because that's what we've all cried out for. Um, 
this will get rid of the incessant need for the millions and billions to be ploughed into the game. I think if you make the game fair, you protect the game's integrity. That's a good thing. But the thing is, if and I'm it's a very large if if City do get off with this, the game is in complete disrepute because the only way will be to beat them will be to join them. And that and it's as simple as that. I, I, I've maintained that Keith that if this is if this is the direction that football is going, then I'd rather be on the train than off the train. But yeah. I just think um it's damning. It's very damning. And to say City's immediate defence is also telling that they're gonna dig in and try to do everything they can. But if the Premier League have comprehensive proof, then I think they could be in real trouble. Yeah, I agree. I mean again, I agree with you totally. I'd rather be on the train, as you said, than than off. You don't want to miss. And I think the, probably the difference, if it is a Liverpool or a Manchester United, they don't have to really inflate anything with that. They're, you no. know, you, they're the biggest clubs in England, two of the biggest clubs in the world. Man City were not, despite what anyone says, they're not. And a hundred plus charges is pretty damning. I think that has to be a, that has to be something that comes of this. I think they're going to hammer them. I think they are going to crucify yeah. because City have already already been pulled up by UEFA. They got away with it on a technicality that it was, you know, time limit on that and it was gone past the, the time that Ant could be done. And I just think the Premier League would not have gone after them so heavy with 100 plus charges if they didn't think they could hammer them. Yeah. What do you think the punishment could be? Well, I don't know what, what the punishment could be and what it should be. Maybe two different things, but I genuinely do think that they should be fucked out of the league. And I'm not yeah. talking about Premier, I'm talking about I should, they should be literally fucked out into the annals and non-league and make their own way back in. The exact same way that, that Rangers did. You can't cheat for a decade. Yeah. Now, Keith, doing a bit of walking in, in banking at the moment, mistakes can be made on accounts. Like, the stuff in place, there's, there's measures in place to prevent this from happening. But for something to be going on for nine, ten years... It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the thing is, it, if if it's bogey in the first year, it's gonna be bogey in the second year because a lot of the bo- a lot of the projections come from the year previous. Yeah. So if you think it, it's what well, from 2009 up to 2017, they're still benefiting from it now. Like you mean, yeah. look, you looked there last week and they're a couple of weeks ago on the top of the the top of the money tree the on the yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. They've completely inflated how how much that's torn over their revenues. Should we fucking see it? We'd never we done it last year ourselves. We were having a laugh and we were in the WhatsApp group and I I checked the night of the the day of the Champions League semi final against Madrid at the eight. He had to get six tickets together. Yeah, on, on any part, any yeah, part of the stadium. Yeah, literally any part of the stadium. So, I think. A silly monetary fine would be completely superficial here. I don't think yeah. it would. It would be a complete waste of the Premier League's time if they do something like that. Um, it's fucking crazy to think of the knock-on effect it could have because you're going to have Leicester crying foul saying, we missed out on Champions League these years. And, and vice versa. And I tell you what, 
they completely be within their rights because they, they were cheating. Yeah. It, it's black and white. You have to you have to caveat everything you say with allegedly. But the fucking dogs on the street know now that that's cheating. You know what I mean? Like they will need to prove everything for the last 10 years. And it, it's so unlikely that they can do that, no matter how creative they get with their encounter. And what's going to happen is, Keith, the longer it goes on, the more pressure you're going to get whistleblowers all over the place. Because that could be the key, couldn't it? When, when the ship is coming down, you're going to get people because I, I listened to Kev talk about the other night and Swindon and people ended up locked up. This is now different because I tell you what, when you have revenues from different countries, from the SEC in America, the revenue in the UK looking into going, well, hold on, we're supposed to be getting a slice of this pie and you've been dicky in numbers already. So what do you owe us? And it once it, forget about the Premier League when, when government authorities get involved. And that's the only problem is I, I, I seen the other day that there's quite a few members of high established members of government who are fairly close to those at the top of city and you have to reckon that there's, there's rumblings going on in the background but what will happen is i think the longer it goes on it'll come in on top and you're gonna have whistleblowers all over the place um and that will be the death of them because i think people are getting mixed up now thinking that the the premier league may have illegally obtained some of the the evidence they have, but they haven't. They they were literally um they were going off the accounts that were submitted by Manchester City in that time. And one of the charges is that they felt like they weren't very cooperative um in these investigations. And UEFA had the same thing to say. So um it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna take time. I don't think this is gonna be something that'll uh, play out, but I think if this plays out the way it should, I'd imagine that this could be the end of Man City as we know it because yeah. it's gone on too long and we've suffered more than most, I'd say, because of it. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't, to be honest with you, I, jo- I was joking the other day on Twitter, I don't give a bollocks about retrospective titles because it's gone. I won't yeah. get to celebrate the way I did the night we did yeah. when we won the league. Um, all of that is gone it would be completely it would be just putting numbers on the board wouldn't it um, yeah. I don't think it would serve us and it would be the way the way Liverpool have viewed in the media it would be something that would definitely be held against us so, yeah we, we'd come out with that as the blade and the bad yeah, guy yeah. somehow do you know what I mean like it's ridiculous to be honest with you I don't want retrospective I don't give a bollocks I think they yeah. should be affected in, in, be in the very near future Yeah, honestly they should be fucked out of the league and they should be forced to sell because they're clearly not um, fitting proper owners if they yeah. can't buy boy the league. And, wow. and these are all rules that they signed up for. When exactly. you when you register for a European license, you they all have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all have to do it. Right, it's the phone in show. We have our first caller of the night, and it's a, it's a regular now. And I don't know if I like this getting Shawnee and Bertie on, but here we go. Bertie, how are you, my friend? How's things? How are you doing? You all right? I'm great now. Yeah, great. Yourself? I'm all right. I'm actually toasting to hopefully City's demise. That's why I have it. <laughs> ah. Captain Morgan's here straight. So, 
Oh, a bit of luck. Oh, hey, Sean. Good to see Sorry, you there. It's like playing the fat part four. It's like playing being with Chiellini and Benucci now. Look. Yeah. I couldn't find me hat. I couldn't find me hat and my guitar for me badly drawn birds, as I was called last week. Bro. There you go. There you go. Now, it's yeah. good to have you back. Have you got a question for us this time? I'm right on said Frank it is here. Right said Frank. There you go. But, uh, but uh, no, I just wanted to ring in to see if the crack was and uh, just about City. It's great that uh, hopefully now they'll get um, their comeuppance, which would be yeah. nice. We'd be all happy what, with that. What's your take on it? What do you think should happen to them? Honestly, the same as what happened to Rangers. All the way down, football league. Keep their name, just about, but everything else, just take it off. Because, uh, nah, you, you, you can't get away with that. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. everybody knew since first day when Robinho signed for them. Like, they knew what they were up to. Everybody knew what was going on. But they were all afraid and all this all this stuff, oh, City at this, and oh, Guardiola, Pep Guardiola is a genius and all. No, it's all bleeding. It's all you know, a joke. The whole lot is a joke. They've made a joke of anybody. They've made they disgraced football. Yeah. Um, if you if you read the Guardian today, like Barney Ronan, uh, yesterday he made a good article. He said they disgraced the game. You know, they've ruined it for everybody. They've taken like fourteen years of everybody's, like everybody's. It's like not a way you're invested in Game of Thrones, and you did your four six okay. years, and you were mad into Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah. Then the last two seasons just went, you bastards. You know, they just ruined the fight. So yeah. that's what that, like that's that. the equivalent. That's what they've done. They they've ruined it. They've ruined like like we had our great times and I'm sure like other clubs have had a had great times, but it's been stolen from them like even better times. You know? Yeah. Like it's True. it's it's just it's just horrible. It's just but it's great. Like I said, I'm having a Captain Morgan, so I'm gonna be with you know proper order hopefully they're gone and good luck to them they deserve yeah. it no sympathy yeah exactly the, the, most, the most annoying thing for me is about is this fucking what about re people are trying yeah. to sort to justify it like company coming out today saying like if what about is yeah. your argument then you're wrong it, it means you know, you're already behind the blackball the whole thing the guilt and look I 100% agree what you're saying Albert it's kind of it, it taints everything uh, imagine being some of them players because I'd imagine a lot of some of them players do. Like, I love Kevin De Bruyne. I even love the way he comes across yeah. in interviews. Probably, I, always the best have, I, love, I love the way he's carried he's himself. I'd imagine he's... I'd imagine he's pissed off. Even though he knows. Even though he's known and he stayed on. I'd imagine he'll be pissed off. You can see it with them. Look at Pep. Like, I'd re- imagine if you could have went back regardless of them getting caught on it. If you could say to Pep, you manage United or City or Liverpool, he's picking the other two. It's only getting up until now, he's realising, I'm getting no, I'm getting fuck all credit for what I'm doing here. Because, yeah. let's be honest but with he's you. Not, he was never going to get the credit. Because no. he's known as a checkbook manager anyway. Yeah, but you when know, you let's be honest now, here. When you look now, he's probably going, what was it all for? If, the, if this yeah. comes out and it's guilty, what, what does it say about him? Because it, it look yeah. wipe City out and the success he's had, he'd be looked at as a fella who probably changed football in 
in the instance with Barcelona with that team. But you could counter-argue that with saying, well, Luis Enrique won a treble with, with Barcelona not too long after he did. He goes and takes yeah. over Bayern Munich from yeah. Hitzfeld, doesn't Makes it? Your point, your point is... Your point is, who yeah. had won a makes treble. Makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the, and then the fellow took over after makes them better. Yeah, and he fails again in, in, in Europe with, with Man City. So, yeah, look, it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts to whatever questions come his way. Now, we already seen the video of the press officer trying to shut it down after the FA Cup final, and I'm turning around saying he'd walk. Yeah, well, see, that's yeah. it. He's pained. He's backed himself nearly into a yeah. corner there, hasn't he? Boy, saying that, yeah. and something that you've you've touched on there is the, the the players and all that, and Kevin De Bruyne, the integrity and all. But the the players all know because the way their salaries and all are done is absolutely bleeding. It's skewing the books as well. You know, they keep their sat their wage down by offering, you know, a relatively low salary. And then yeah. horse and fucking bonuses on top of that, you know, and it's every little bit of it is dodgy as fuck. But like how can how can you how can you give one player three hundred million? Like seriously, yeah. Like, <laughs> and you can't fill your stadium. Like, come on, seriously. Yeah. The way they've hidden it as well, like with the behind all it, like that Holland deal. I'd imagine if they were to look into that. Yeah. There's no way that's straight. <clears throat> it that does. There's be. no way that's all in in. in Allegedly. For the for the lawyers out there, uh, allegedly the one of the, the was it the, the the betting firm that the the backing them is actually a news agent in Thailand. Did I hear that right? It's, <laughs> yeah, no, I see. I seen it. The, the, the one of the webs, one of the sponsors, literally has a website and they don't offer any services. Yeah, it, it it's like something that was made on fucking on on Wix. Like a, a website you can make for a tenner, and I seen that the picture yeah. of the CEO was ripped off Google search yeah. of yeah. some board <laughs> in a suit. Like I'm not like it's <laughs> crazy. Not... Like you think about it, this is it's ridiculous. Like... It's like dream yeah. team for folks' sake. <laughs> but... but let's 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 be honest here. I'm really talking. I'm really here to talk about your vision. We know well, this. That's what I think the people yeah. want to hear, and you know what I mean. We've we've entertained you enough with this football crap. What do you make of Eurovision? <laughs> well, the the performances were awful. Well, let's be honest; they were all terrible. You know, because the sound more. Uh, yeah, out of the studio it was because uh, <laughs> let's be honest, it was pretty bad. I was actually in Liverpool the weekend, and I watched it on the player. I was in the yeah, I just went over. No match. That's the be- the best thing about it. It was not yeah, football. Grand that way. But uh, no, I watched it over there, and it was like, uh, "Jesus, sound was awful." But look, the right the right song won it. So pretty Jedward was on it now. But uh, look, they they're out. They're not that bad. So I don't mind them. Linda Martin wasn't there, so I didn't mind that. You know? Well, I'm glad you brought up your nemesis, Linda. So after last week, I think you missed your revision. You didn't give her a fair crack of the whip last week, did you, Albert? Let's be honest. You've laid in tar into a lady. And a woman of her age as well. You wouldn't say that to a bleeding 70 year old in the street, would you? So I don't think it's fair that you should do it online. We are are where we are. In fairness, now, you said mutton dresses mutton. I didn't. (laughs) You did say that. It's very true. (laughs) (laughs) Good point, well made there. Yeah, good counter. There you go. But anyway, 
Eurovision, yeah. Ireland yeah. have won it. Yeah. The record number of times. Sweden are coming up over the hill. They're going to take it over. I want you to rank the seven winners from best to worst. So I want you to give me the worst, and we're going to build our way up to the top. So do you know them all, yeah? So we've well, got... Well, uh, Johnny Logan, 1980. That's, that's two, probably number two. Two Johnny Logans. We've got yeah, Dan. Johnny Logan's probably number number the the, the worst Start is probably the in the market. Yeah. I barely remember that one. Yeah, I'd agree. Right. right. So, Sean, are you in on this? Or are you? Uh... Do you know what? I actually, I, I'm a gobshite when it comes to this because I, I was a, I thought the River Dance had won the Eurovision for Ireland, <laughs> but I didn't realise that it was just an open that was, thing. That was and the Interval like, in 1994 yeah. Dublin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they yeah. opened it, didn't they? They opened yeah. the show with that, didn't they? And then no, they, no, no. There was Jerry well, Ryan Elby's head came down yeah, on the thing. Jerry and, and, and your woman, yeah, that's right. But you know what? That was great back then. This is the glory years. Yeah, these were the glory years. So we're going. What we're going? Yeah. Linda Martin, Wayne Me, number seven. After yeah. that, what's your next one? I go with. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hate to say it. I like it actually. Neil Cavanagh. No, oh. sorry, take it back. The voice. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Emar Quinn, the voice, number six. I think number right. one is nailed on, isn't it? That one, yeah. There's a few good ones. There's a few, there's a few really good ones. Only so that now is them number out. one, surely. Don't no. ruin it for the viewers. Don't ruin it for the viewers. No, no. So relax <laughs> the cacks there. Yeah. Right. Hold uh, on. Go five. for it. Uh, do uh, Why me, Neve Cavanagh? No, in your eyes, Neve Cavanagh. Why oh, me? Oh, in your eyes. Martin. Yeah. See, see, Captain Morgan's kicking in. That's allowed. That's yeah. allowed. In your eyes is Royce. Oh. Right, so you're going in your eyes, number five. I might have take. Might take Umbridge with that one. Number four. Uh, Dan. Dan. Johnny Logan. Royce. Right, so Dan is in there. All kinds of everything. The contrary, yeah. I had that behind Nave Cavanagh myself, but I've gone Nave Cavanagh ahead of that one. Yeah, you either, do either, or, or. either or. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's uh, not controversial. Then I go with, so now we're um, into the meat and two veg now, the nitty gritty. Sean, he's already told us who should be winning this, but I want to hear your What's take. What's another year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be toured. Yeah, I agree. And then we go with Rock and Roll Kids. Oh, that's a good yeah. tune. It's a great tune. Yeah, it's a great Yeah, job. the second one, Rock and Roll Kids. And then, obviously, we go with uh, Hold Me Now because Super Bowls. So, you know, it has to be, has to be in there. That, that's what swings <laughs> are for you, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what I know, Hold Me Now from the McDonald's ad years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a quick, like Johnny Logan, right? So he's won it twice and he wrote Why Me for Linda Martin as well. So he's missed that Eurovision. But now at this age, surely he's John Logan. He can't still be Johnny now, can he? <laughs> you know, surely he's John, Mr. John Logan. If he's still calling himself Johnny, get the boat. Fuck off. Not having that. <laughs> Johnny, get the boat, Logan. 
You still look like um, you still look like the bad guy out of John Wick. Like you literally yeah. just be you put him on. He looks like Johnny Tapia or something. Now, he does, yeah. Yeah, he wears all the leather and all. Like, you know, it's fair enough, you know what I mean? For a man of his age, if he wants to go down that road, but fucking hell. What about... Yeah, like, what he's about like the Hulk Hogan and the Hogan notes? Nin Hogan and the Hogan notes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, they're all the hidden gems. Eurovision gets a bad rap, but there's been some great... Like, my lovely horse, it's the... Right. It's the, the Eurovision winner. There a few years ago, so the one. Sorry, go on, Keith. What was no, that? go ahead. No, I was just saying, my oh, lovely horse, what a winner. Yeah! There you go. No, some good songs. Like there's some good tunes, you know. And that, like, what's the man skin? They're doing well. Like, there's some good tunes that as well. They have, you know. There you go. So, it's all well. a big load of laden political puns and wants now. That ah, now it is. Yeah, they've ruined it. It's not as bad as it was. In fairness, it's not as bad. It's still bad. But it's ah, still, like, it's, when when is it on? Oh, it's in April. Right. So will we get out of the the big question? Do we even make it out of the semi-finals? Do we get into the final, Al? Let's see. Come on. I think it's... it's if he sings good on the night, I think he might just sneak in. Because they're young. You know, they're a young group. And, you know, they you know, they could get a good vote. It's a good song. You know, it is good. Um, If they get through Saturday nice. night, you know, I think it'll be great. You know, I think it will know. be great. Fresh yeah, look, Captain Morgan there. The Europe is your well, rivals, We can't be too mad. Yeah, Abba that's true. Great. They are great, aren't they? Yeah, they're brilliant. Abba. Yeah, Abba, brilliant. Abba are great. So now we're going to rank all the Abba songs from worst to best. So at number 30, where are we going with? There's no bad Abba songs. That is so the right you, answer. Yeah, very true. Very true. It's like the Beatles. Beatles don't have bad songs, and Fleetwood Mac don't have bad songs. So there you go. There you go. That's, the, that's my two cents, anyway. It's, it's a lot of sense that we're getting out of you tonight. Um, <laughs> so we've got the lads in the chat. Um, Brian O'Halloran, Ireland, no points. Yeah, that's become our stable. Um, what would we give to even get to the no points stage? Did Lloyd you know not what? win we, it? What we'll do is, right, we'll link the Eurovision chat into what's gone wrong with City. Yeah. Imagine City being in the Eurovision every year and fucking... Saudi or uh, Saudi Arabia, whoever owns them, giving them a million <laughs> points for every yeah. <laughs> every chance they got. That's what you're up against. There you go. Yeah. What's the top you can give? Twelve points. Now we'll give them fourteen because we said yeah. so. And that's no, do you know what? We we'll get, we'll give them eight points, and Abu Dhabi Airways will give them eight points, and the <laughs> yeah. post office box in Bladen Jeddah there around the corner, they'll give them sixteen points. Yeah. But your man who wants the fruit and veg shop down beside the Bladen Mall, he'll give them 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sports washing the Eurovision. I never thought I'd see the day. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Here's the vote um, on the deli counter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Calvin with a very valid question. How how are Australia in the Eurovision? Because it's to do with the television revenue they pay into it. Yeah. But they get, yeah, do they you, get straight in? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because if you if you if you put in the most money, yeah, you, you automatically get in. For years, there Italy weren't in it. They boycotted it for years, and then they turned around and said, "Look, if, if you pay into it, like we'll we'll look after you." Because they they were missing out on millions from uh, Italy. So money talks like at the end of the day. It's like the it's like the 
the Copa America now where they invite teams in now to play yeah. them. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We might even get a shout in the Copa America <laughs> in a few years for all the Brazilians here in Dublin. They have a mountain doisies or something, you know what I mean? It's in the crowd. <laughs> Get some great yeah, jerseys in the wheelchair, just going around the blade, scoop them up. Um, oh, oh, yeah. oh, update, update. Jason McDonald says the Aussies do have to qualify, so that's that's trying to cut them off. Oh, sorry, I gotta mix, but I know they were, they were paying into it. I didn't know they had to qualify. Yeah. No, no, that's baby, a very that's Australian name, by the way. Jason McDonald, yeah, sounds like really? someone who'll go out with Coyle Manog or something. There you go. I've, Jason, if you can just throw in there, have you ever had any um, thing, dalliance with Coyle Minogue? Let us know. Um, the chat are going to know the situation on that one. Um, so, yeah, the Eurovision is where it's at. It's it's what more can you ask yeah. for? And anybody else who wants to ring in, feel free, because the link has gone into the chat there. Um, like you said, Bertie comes in. He's in the chat every night, has a little bit of laughing there and decides to come on. And it's very off point, very like Paddy Lawson. It's very, very off point for me to, to be doing this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh no, like honestly, if you put Paddy Lawson beside me, dad, they think they're far down, son. It's yeah, not, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Johnny will tell you, it's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no, he looks, yeah. no, it's, I, I do, I, I don't know. Anyway, we can get back to football anyway. It looks like we have a more, you have a director of football anyway. Yeah, what you make of that? So Paul Mitchell what, he's isn't bald and has a beard. So he's bald and has a he's beard. Already. So someone send him the link. Get him on. Um, Get him on. Paul Mitchell. Well, a lot of the clubs around Europe seem to have been caught him for a few years. Yeah. So if he's available and we're in for him, I think it will be a start in terms of what we need because I think it will give us that that structure again. But if I'm going back to a point Albert made last week. Like this is fucking stuff stuff we can't really control, so what's the point of worrying about? It? But I do think um it will be a start. I'm not making out in the Julian Wall count that I act. If, if someone's leaving you to go to a place that's worse off, yeah. would suggest maybe they're not great at that job. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. telling. I mean, in a league like that, you know what I mean? It's it's not like it's a step up really, is it? Um but yeah, Paul Mitchell, it's an interesting one. He's been around a few clubs, doesn't he? He was a sports um and he has, does he have links to, to Red Bull? Did I read something? Was he in one yeah, of the Red He has Bull? links to the two fellas from Albert Square as well, Phil and Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Peggy. You mean, you mean me and Keith? <laughs> <laughs> it was low hanging fruit. No, easy, um, easy. He's been at Monaco for a bit, hasn't he? And you look at. Monaco seem to do really well in terms of that scouting. They always seem to have a couple who end up going for good money. So I would suggest that doing something right there. That's sort of their model, isn't it? They made a lot yeah. of money through the years of that. So I think it would be a start. Um, I think it's something we definitely need. Um, we'll have to see. I think it's going to be a lot of change in Liverpool in the summer. Um, not just in terms of on the field, but in the background, I think. We're going to see wholesale changes. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's going to be, be just a whole new. Everything's going to be changed. A whole new set up. Everything. Mm. It's just but, it's like, like starting from year one again. Just go again. You know. Yeah. It's just, it, it I think it'll all come. It'll all come down to whoever's in charge. Uh, how what what sort of what the time frame is and what sort of spend we have. Like I seen today, we are linked with Vardy All, who's apparently mad to play for Liverpool. Um, 
So look, that'd be a start. You could go name yeah, names yeah. here who you think we should fuck yeah, out. You but... worry about anybody wanting to play. Like you just oh, oh put my name in there, you know. Like, yeah, he's like, good though. Again, yeah. Just just go for like the good. Pl- just go for a player and just you know don't be you know shouting from the rooftops or anything. Just get the player in like we did before. Get them in. We know what we're, what we what they're at and just let them play and then. Give them, give them all the applause, everything afterwards. But you know, it's just this, this whole act of um, going mental over players over this that and you're not getting them at all. I know I said it last week, but it can be. It's, it's just, it's just so frustrating. It just annoys me. So yeah, you know, it's jarring. Yeah. Paul Giovanni throws in talk of Ranić. Also, what would you make of that, Ralph Ranić coming in as a director of football? I like be interesting. Him. Yeah, be interesting if he came in with that defined role. I mean, if you look at the list that he gave to United to sign, yeah, Enzo Fernandez, Julian Alvarez, Julian Alvarez, fucking, uh, who else was on it? Guardiola was on it. Guardiola um, was on it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Ragnick and Club could be a very like Ragnick. The only thing that happened to Ragnick there was he came in and he told the truth, and yeah. you know, you weren't yeah. used to hearing it. So and he had to deal with Ronaldo as well. So. Yeah, and he was right about Ronaldo in the end. Completely yeah. right about Ronaldo. He was right about so many of them that exactly. Ten Hag ended up fucking out anyway. So, but it's all about perception, isn't it? Because Ten Hag can do no wrong, and what he's doing, it's all yeah. They needed to do, but when Ranić was there, because he wasn't a manager as such, they all hated him. <laughs> he was there, you, you there to speak against. To, him. You look back to when we were designing the accent and what Michael Edwards done. He actually went to. Salzburg and he went to Leipzig and he looked yeah. at Red Bull set up and their approach like the Red Bull umbrella and and yeah. that was all set up by Ragnick that was all that was all his his brain that was all that was his child like brain child all of that, yeah. that set up so like it's probably ready made there for someone like Ragnick um, and yeah. to be honest with you I'd say Klopp would love something like that I don't I know the narrative now at the moment is uh, Klopp is is has too much power in the club. I, I'd imagine that Klopp would love to share that responsibility. I'd imagine Klopp would love to just sit in his office and have to worry about setting up for games and then yeah. these fellas just coming along giving him a list of players. Klopp said it before. Klopp said it before. He's a coach. He loves coaching. Yeah. End, of, end of story. He hates yeah. press conferences. Hates being... He just loves coaching. He loves... That's that's his thing. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, if he, if he, even if you can get somebody in just to like, here, you just coach. Just leave. I look after the the day to day stuff. You just coach. He would. That would be the perfect scenario for. Him. Yeah, that's that's what he wants. Yeah. So. So well, yeah. Look, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you've you've two ends of the spectrum there. You've Mitchell on one end, who's the not up and coming like, but the, he's a younger one. You've Keith, Ranyuk, would it be, who's would it be out around to expect probably both of them to end up the club? It's interesting because it, the the Red Bull links are are there, you know what I mean, on both of them, and it could be something that that you're looking at, you know what I mean. But now well, there's also the fact that we bought Naby Keita through that as well, so that's my <laughs> biggest fear. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, God, that was, oh God, it's, oh, just that just didn't mental. work out. It didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I actually I read a good piece about him earlier on today, and it's not something that I actually considered. His the the article like went on when you look at his numbers, 
when he's fit and all, he's a fabulous footballer. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I don't, I don't think it's ever been in question. But like, even there was a part in the in the article that like looked back at his attitude at Leipzig when the deal to Liverpool was already done. He was yeah. fucking getting sent off every other week. He was starting fights and training. Should have been huge red flags then, shouldn't it? And we sort yeah, of overlooked it. We glossed yeah. over it. It's like, ah, yeah. look, he's being good, blah, blah. Mm. I remember I think giving him the number eight. Giving him yeah. the number eight. Should never have done that. Yeah. I remember I was watching watching the Napoli, yeah. the first Champions League game he played for us away to Napoli. We got beat 1-0. And I was watching over Phil, actually, of this parish. Yeah. And he it's, it's forced two touches what dreadful the second touch is about tackles he got booked I think earlier yeah. I might be wrong I don't think he got booked early but he was Probably fucking did. stinking the gaff out the ball bouncing up and he goes off on a stretcher and then plays the half 12 game yeah. the following Saturday that was the nail in the coffin for you with him well, it, it wasn't it was just a red flag he kind yeah. of fucking just dialed it in you know and I don't know whether players like Naby Keita were ever supposed to um Walking this in a club midfield, and um, he's brilliant, he's combative. But just strike me as the type of, type of fella who no fight in him. And yeah, he's made of glass, he's like he, he puts up a good front, but he's not, he's not a Kante, you know, he's not a you know, not like that. Like, even he's not a Declan Rice. I'm a big Declan Rice fan, so I'll just say that anyway. Yeah, I like even Declan though he is a player. But I am a fan of his. I, I love him in Liverpool. For uh, I know that's I like Declan Rice. I think we need like steady Declan Eddie. Rice, to be honest with you. And, I think but, yeah. Kate is not him. No. He has Kate skill. Is silly, isn't he? He, he just what, wasn't like, what type of midfielder is he? Yeah. Like, Kate. Yeah, He's but that's what I'm saying. If you if if someone is profiling him now to sign him, like who who's he looking to replace? Like, I don't I couldn't tell you what he's here so long and I don't know what what's his strengths. What's his yeah, main strength? I don't really know. I, do, I, 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 I think really his main don't. strength is he has a strong midfielder beside him and he can clear. The strong midfielder gets the tackle in and then he can, a bit like Thiago, but not as skillful as Thiago. But he can make, he, he does these little slalom runs, I know. He yeah. can do that and he, he's good at that. But don't, don't ask him to get a, a 50 50 or a. You know, to to go all hell for leather to get the ball back or anything. He, he's not yeah. that. But he's good at like like say a one two or going play player and playing it off and stuff like that. That's his strength. But he's but that's it. Like he's you know yeah. the odd break yeah, forward know. like the goal against United. That's yeah. that's kind of what he is, you know. Other players doing the work for him and then he might finish it off. But other than that he's the antithesis yeah. of Wijnaldum, really, wasn't he? Like, genius. Yeah. If we could just fucking clown another genie and bring him back. And I don't like the show you saying that we let him go too early. I think when you look to the back end of Genie's Liverpool career, his legs were gone as well. Yeah. And he hasn't yeah, exactly... I know he's unluckily he got injured at, at Roma. And I hope he does well because I love Genie. I don't, it's not, I don't have no. anything really bad to say about him, but he, he was on the way at the back end of his Liverpool career and I, I think yeah, I remember. Really he's, he's, he, he was one of those he was going all gung-ho for the five seasons he was five six seasons he was with us 
So yeah. we, was, you're right, he was knackered. He was 30 years of yeah. age. You know, it's like Klopp knew it and he wanted to go. It was a big payday coming at Paris Saint Germain. So, what can you Don't do? Like, man, I... So fucking good, though. I love, yeah. I love Genie Wijnaldum. And the thing is, he didn't get enough goals and assists for people, but he didn't realise the job he done. He was, yeah. he was so fucking good, so intelligent. Yeah. The work he done off the ball, cutting off passing lanes, just being a nuisance. Yeah. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, what Kate should have been doing, but he couldn't. You know. Yeah. I think we'd be hard at the run through. Minla go and kept Wijnaldum. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think. If you if Klopp was more ruthless, he would have done something like that, you know, and probably use Wijnaldum more sparingly. But yeah, you know, I think with Klopp is it's loyalty and, and morale. Like Milner's probably brilliant around the dressing room. I know morale doesn't win you fucking trophies half the time, but you know it, it is a big thing. You know, you, could, you have a player yeah, in, in that club. They set the standards, and yeah. I think that's what. Out, more I listened to else. a podcast earlier with of all people on it, and I, I recommend under a cush with Tony Pulis, and it, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Pulis is actually he's a top man. He's one of these you'd have perceptions of, but yeah, he said any like you you will see like there's there's players at clubs where Pulis now he'd be signing a certain type of player, and he go he'll be gone after two or three windows. I know yeah. that, but then you get certain players in who you know are going to be at the club for a decade. And, and you build around them, your Ryan Shaw crosses mm-hmm. and, and your Peter Crouches. And they're the yeah. people that will, they, they will form and shape the dressing room for yeah. years to come and then the rest will pick up. And I think that's what we had. I think if, if you look back to the to the Liverpool team, which I think was their best team was the the 19, the, the, the 19 20, we win the league. Yeah. I think that's, the, I think that was the, that was the, the height of Klopp's t- it, Klopp's reign so far. You look now, you think of the, like the leaders we had across the pitch. You had Van Dyke, you had yeah, you had Mane, you had you had so many players who would pick up the slack. All captains yeah. of the countries. Yeah, yeah, when you look yeah. now, you don't really. I think that's what we're missing, and I think yeah. it goes along with like I know he's been in shift form, but even not having him on the pitch, and that's why I, I, people won't like it. And I, I, this is not, he's been stinking, but that's the difference. If Jordan Henderson is even 70%, he's so fucking valuable to yeah. on the pitch. But we we don't even have anyone like him now at the moment. And I think, yeah. that's that's where we, I think that's where we've suffered a lot. A lot of the younger mm-hmm. players seem to be carrying the, the gauntlet now. The, the likes of Bejecic and Kanate, who's been brilliant when he's playing, yeah. and Robertson, or Robertson to an extent, yeah, but. I think we'll say I think there'll be a marked improvement. Like we when Virgil is back, even Virgil at seventy percent, yeah, will have a massive effect on this team. I just think we're missing leaders now at the moment, and it it's not it's not a coincidence that when we're going one nil down, the heads are just completely gone. Because if you go back again to that nineteen twenty season, or even eighteen nineteen, when we went one nil down, we were like, yeah, you just knew they were going to come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll, no we'll yeah. all this and we'll come back. So. Yeah. Do you think that's one of the key points where they look at the likes of Jude Bellingham is his capability yeah, and his maturity? I think, I think more I think so it than that, and that he even does on the pitch, you know, that he does have that sort of leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. again, and it's it's yeah, I really hope, obviously, but Bellingham will be a start, 
or, or in, in what we really need. Um, I think he's worn his weight in gold. And I think with what's happened at City now literally just leaves us in Madrid. So I think it'll be up to him. I know fucking half a bit Jay Bootroyd was talking about Monskoy's Barca today gone. But look, if Joe Bellingham was listening to Jay Bootroyd on yeah. where he's going to go with his future then, I'd have serious uh, questions. Question marks over this. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> if anyone wants to come on, the link is being thrown in. We're keeping Bertie. He's going to stay because we can. he can take Gav's place tonight. But if anyone else wants to come on, just jump in there and we'll try and get you on um, for the last in the last 10 minutes. But, um, yeah, it is true. You know, they, I never even thought of that with the City thing that it could impact on transfer sort of stuff, you know, and if it takes them out. Because I think they're the threat for... Bellingham more well, so than Real. I, well, just, I don't know. Right I don't away. trust the Madrid media on it. I think they're yeah. they're just talking cheap. Yeah. But... Straight away, you go with the Bruyne. Straight away. First thing. Just get him. That's yeah, what I do. Would. Yeah. Just, just Liverpool. Don't care if he's 45. Get him. Because he's you brilliant. Like getting Gary Mack on steroids. You like getting Gary McAllister on steroids. The thing is, like, anything can happen here. Yeah, Every like, ball is off the table in terms yeah. of City. Like, I don't think it's yeah. going to. Who's Buffon stayed with Juve and Del Piero, didn't he? Yeah, they were the only ones, I think. Everyone so they else. might get Carlton Palmer and Blade and George King Gladzi <laughs> back or something. They're the only <laughs> real legends they have. And, Aguero can't play anymore. Would somebody be popping up there? Um, I don't know. I I fucking hell. I don't like. Again, it's just. It depends. We straight away. I go with the Bruyne. Wouldn't even. Wouldn't be a second thought. Straight in. Get the Bruyne. Get him in. Just say, get him in with Manchester. There you go. Man up front is all right. Yeah. Just explain to them about. Boys, we'll take it. Well, talk and pay cuts here now, lads. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, <laughs> the first thing I, we I, need, here. Yeah, lads, when you get when you get paid at Liverpool, it'll just be from the Liverpool account now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, yeah, man, from the blade, the mall of Dubai is not gonna be sending you a fucking 150 yeah. grand a month. <laughs> Don't come to, to us after a like, month and say, "Where's the rest of my wages?" That's it. You have a voucher from St. John's Market there. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> one, one voucher to get your picture taken with the European Cup there. Go up to St. John's and it'll sort you out. Look, again, lads, I think we're naming all the big glamorous names, but I think um, we just need to get back to getting the right players. I, yeah. I think... Yeah. The way it's going... I'm frozen. Who's, who's frozen? Shawnee? Not me. No, I thought I'll you were going as well until you start moving. Um, but it's true, you know, you look at all these big names and the rebuild that's going to go on at Liverpool. And, you know, we've said it before, the, the ownership thing is going to be key to this, isn't it, Bertie? Like, whoever gets that, if it's FSG without investment, unless they have money put aside for Bellingham, it'll be a tough, tough rebuild. It's going to be a hard rebuild. It is going to be hard. But... Again, that's a that's a thing that Klopp will thrive on. You know, yeah. that's 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 a challenge. He loves a challenge. So like, unless you feel like it, I can't say I'm going, but if he ever did, like that's it. But 
I just think that Klopp would relish this. It'd be all over this now. This yeah. is like right, right. Here we go. We're gonna we go again. He's only young. People forget Klopp's only what 53, 54. Yeah, you know he's still young. Yeah, I know he you doesn't know, want to go on to his seventies or that, but he does have a bit of legs, no. a bit of legs still in him. You can still get it. What? It cuts a good four years out, so it's plenty of time. No, he has to get the investment. Maybe he gets the investment. Yeah. We're quits in with Grant. Like I, like I said last week, I wasn't. I'm not worried. I'm yeah. genuinely not worried. Once we, once we keep Klopp, because he's at this moment in time. I hate to say it, he's kind of like Ferguson was for United. Yeah. Like I don't want to rely on him too much, but he's still young enough. He can, he can leave something there. You know? Yeah. Well, that's, oh, that's... this this hasn't worked out well. I know side by side, Bertie. This this is gonna be good. Look <laughs> like a pair of tits. There you go. <laughs> Put them in there. Near the nipple that he's seeing. Um but you know, does does this Man City thing change Klopp's thinking? Do you know what I mean? It, it does he see an opening, Shawnee, do you think, where it's like right, these are in a bit of disarray. If we can just get this shit back on fucking track. Those titles to be won there. Forget, as you said, forget about retrospective titles. If if this ship is rocked with City, look, we know United, Chelsea, Arsenal are all coming back again. But we're not bad. Do you know what I mean? We're bad now, but in general, we're not too bad. So yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd have to think he, he's looking at it as a big opportunity. When you look at, imagine how he's feeling now. Actually, how cheated that he's feeling. Klopp. Like yeah. thinking, yeah. look at all I fucking done now. And I'm in a bit of a bad run now, and I have, seasons. I have Gabby Abanglahar on Talksport <laughs> telling me I'm, I, 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 I seen lads the other day saying if Deutsch was managing Liverpool, he'd be challenging for top four. People are fucking mad, honestly. Yeah. It, it, you need to look at what this fella has done. Look, look yeah. at the scale of cheating that was going on and that he had to compete with. And he's so it's even more impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it is. It, it, that's that's. That annoys me, and I imagine it annoys Klopp terribly. But if there's any solace to take from it, regardless of all they've spent, PSG have even spent. We won biggers. We won yeah. them all. We don't. We've literally yeah. won everything, and they can't yeah. say that. And yeah. they'd kill to say that. They'd kill to say that under the guise of cheating. They cheat yeah. to win those trans- yeah. competitions. They have cheated yeah. and haven't managed to win those competitions. If you told yeah. City fans that honestly, I don't I truly believe this. If you said to a City fan, you win the Champions League this year, but you're found guilty this time next year and you're fucked down into the Vanarama North. <laughs> the, 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 honestly, they take it. Yeah. They take yeah. it. Wrap it up and blade and hundred percent they just take it. You just have to find more than five of them. That's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's 50 odd thousand of them there every week at the stadium. We're going to bring in Paul here, right? Paul Geo, Paul Giovanni. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm good. Thanks, guys. How's it all going? Good, good. Uh, thanks for calling in, Paul. What have you got to say? Have you a question? Have you a comment? Eurovision yeah. football, what is it? <laughs> well, not so much on the Eurovision, it's not really my forte, but um, just a, a thought on something. Um, with obviously all the discussion going on about players leaving, players aging, and you know the next sort of um, generation of team like being brought through, who do you guys see as like the next sort of club captain? If it's not going to be obviously Henderson when he leaves, hmm. 
It's interesting, yeah, because we've got Robbo currently captain at the moment, haven't we? Because Trent, or because Virgil, Milner, and Hendo are out. Shawnee, what do you think? Do you think it's Robbo? Yeah, I think Robertson, yeah. Yeah, I think if they're looking at this season, I wouldn't be too quick to give Trent an armband. No. Um, I don't think he's. Don't think he's covered himself in glory. Not not to say that he hasn't got potential. He's still young. I think we forget kind of how young Trent is. But yeah, Robbo would be the standout. But I think of the players who will be possibly outcast in the summer. I think Virgil is mm-hmm. probably looking to take the but will Virgil outlast Hendo at Liverpool? That's I, I don't. Question. I don't even know. So. There's likes of Canate, who was apparently really vocal. I believe that he was a big presence as well in the, the French squad at the World Cup. I think Canate is another one who, like we are talking about Tony Pulis, I think Canate is a possible 10-year player who yeah. you could build the future of the club around. So, I, That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, As bad as it is at the moment, I don't think we're actually that far away because when you look around, there's still some really, really good players in the squad that we could use. Obviously, we need freshening up. And if it was to happen, like again, it, it's the elephant in the room. But like Joe Bellingham as well is a potential captain of whoever he signs for. Yeah, and I mean, like it's that big. Like if Bellingham goes to Madrid, it's not completely out of question that he ends up being their captain down the line. I think he's the future England captain. Uh, that's not normally a good thing. Uh, it's normally fucking. Uh, uh, Across the bear, if you look at Beckham and, and even Kane, but or Terry, Terry, yeah, as well. Well, Terry did what Terry did. Once Bellingham doesn't go around goosing everyone's wife, yeah. he'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, allegedly. I'll, I'll caveat throwing that, allegedly in there and what goal. I don't know what John Terry are watching. I'll, I'll hedge me bets and say that they're not, but <laughs> yeah. I think Robbo, Robbo definitely. And Canate would be the two at the moment where you kind of look towards. And it's a shame because this is this is a conversation Joe Gomez should be finding himself in. But he's one now whose whose future at the club is in question, in my opinion. So yeah, that's that's my take. What do you think yourself? Oh, go Alison. Oh, oh, oh you're sorry. jumping in. Eh? Now go on. Sorry, sorry. tell us then, Albert. Go on. No, no, no. Go on. Um, I was going to say, I was going to agree with um, Canate, just uh, seeing that, like, especially, you know, the way we played in the sort of like the Champions League final, he and he sort of like stood out. He was the one who sort of was our star player. You can see that, like, the, the big games don't affect him. The big moments don't affect him. And he seems like a calm head. Obviously, he had a, a few blips earlier on in the season, obviously still coming back from injury and stuff like that. But yeah, he seems to be the one that I sort of like hedge my bets on. Um, obviously, God forbid when Virgil goes that, you know, it will be likely Robbo and then Canate in sort of like the long term. But yeah, for me, he'd be the one that uh, definitely would be the one to stand up. Yeah. Albert, what are you thinking? I'll go with Alison. I'll just give it to him. He's, he'd be the most senior player. Commands respect all over the world, everywhere. I, I'd go with Allison. I don't like day. keeper captains. I like them. You're not using Buffon now. 
Yeah, I, I just yeah, don't I, think they, they can be in their FC area, you know what I mean? I, I like Yak, I like my captain, which Liverpool don't do enough of, to be in their FC area all the time, to be blading, giving out, and be at the scene of the crime. Like, I don't want Alison having to run up the blade and talk to her, talk to Kevin Friend, ask him, what the fuck are you doing here? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want Alison to yeah. have to waste his energy on that. But he is, he has leadership, and that's what we need to get back to, you know what I mean? The club needs to get back to having leaders all over the pitch because they're there. Unfortunately, a lot of them are just either injured or on the decline now, and it's it's looking at that um that next um group of of players. I'm getting lashed out in the chat here. I tell Dean Dino's off, uh, Dino's off. What a keeper! Dino's off. Dino's off. Dino's off was forty. Won the World Cup. He was the captain because he was the senior man. I'm not having goalkeepers as captains, not at all. Look at for every Dino's off, there's a Hugo Lloris. So you know what I mean. There you go. I win because Hugo Lloris is fucking muck. Yeah, Hugo Lloris is muck, and he's he's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. But look, yeah. I'm only I'm only joking. You know, the, the the key the captain is the whoever your captain is. You, you hope is a leader, and and yeah, it could be. Uh, I think yeah, I think Allison. you could put Allison as captain in interim, right? Until we get hopefully, fingers crossed, if we get a Bellingham or something like that, get them in, get them blooded, and then you go right, you're captain. It's like what Sammy Hippie years ago was captain for a season or two, and then he said, right, Gerard's ready, you're ready, you're captain, and he kept it from there. So that's the way I look at it. Well, Hippie reacted well to that as well, didn't he? Like, Hippie did react. Not initially, he said that he was a bit gutted, like, or whatever, but he did react yeah. on the pitch. And you hope that whatever happens, like, I think there's a new a new chance of a new era now happening at Liverpool. I think Van Dijk is obviously going to be the captain. Do you know what I mean? All, all um, jokes aside, I think he comes back fit and he comes back into that team. I think the Henderson era and the Milner era are, are over. Um in the sense of being starters and first choice. So I think Virgil takes on that captaincy. And, you know, it officially becomes Virgil's team then, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays on him and the others around him. Because Sean, you touched on it there. Just having him back, having his leadership and his calm and influence. Now, he hasn't been great this season, but none of them have. You know what I mean? We've said it on here. The big players haven't been great this year. But I have faith that they can more or less all get it back. The only one I'm sort of genuinely worried about was Fabinho. You know what I mean? Other than that, I think all the big lads can come back in, even though Salah is not scoring or playing well for me. I think he does come back. Trent, I think, does come back. I think this could be the, the this could be the, the change and, and a new captain and it feels like a new team, you know what I mean? Just a I thought. Think, yeah. Sorry, guys. I was gonna say just a thought on that. Do you think that with Virgil coming back into the team, that's gonna have a more calming presence on Gakpo? Because he just doesn't seem to be reacting to every everybody around him at the moment. But maybe, you know, Virgil being like the Dutch big brother puts his arm around him and, you know, gives him that reassurance that, you know, he doesn't need to snatch at all these chances, you know, that extra touch on the ball, you know, head up for the pass might be just the sort of thing he needs to sort of like really settle into, you know, his new career. It could be. Yeah. That could be the influence. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Van Dijk was the, the main pull for getting Gakpo to Liverpool and just hasn't been available in the team to sort of put an arm around them or, or sort of help them out where necessary. So it could be, and like I said, this could be, you could look at Liverpool in the summer. Um, we, we all think, I think we all think it has, it does need a big rebuild here. But if you can do three or four smart signings, as in forced 11, impact your forced 11 signings, 
and you change things up slightly where it becomes Virgil's team rather than Hendo's team. And you might see a change there. Quick one, lads. Anyone, what's your favourite death metal album or death metal band? Albert, that was sent to you. What's your favourite death metal band? Death metal. Be honest with you. There's only one metal for me. It's Black Sabbath. It's always been Black Sabbath. You know, just the, 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 the gods of heavy metal. So Black Sabbath. Yeah, you look Metallica Slayer. There's also death, mad death metal, Norwegian stuff and all. But... It's always been Black Sabbath. It's always yeah, been it? Hannibal Corpse and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, it's, it's good, but, you know, it's a bit out there, so. No, no, Black Sabbath. It's, it's always it's been. It's the top shelf stuff, is it, in the, the count out with the blue movies and all and the blade and dirty magazines. Get the, the heavy death metal up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you used to keep it behind the counter in HMV. You used to be underneath yeah. the LP. You had to go in and ask. That's it. Secret code. You had to go in and just do a little knock on the table. That metal, uh, metal wouldn't be my, my gig now, but heavy metal, if you're talking heavy metal, like Metallica, yeah. you can't look past some of their, their, I don't want to sound like a hipster, but their early albums yeah, fucking brilliant. And I seen Metallica in Marley Park, and they were fucking unbelievable. Mm. Like, it's one of the best gigs I've ever had. The intro to Enter Sandman's one of the best things you'll ever hear you know what i mean and you see the college american college football is a georgia or one of them come out yeah. to, to that yeah. it's fucking amazing um so yeah paul what about yourself death metal uh, death metal i couldn't name anyone but yeah sort of like heavy metal agreed with shawnee and stuff um like metallica and then maybe if you're gonna go back a little bit further maybe guns and roses as well love it yeah guns and roses i like this lads yeah good don't shows, good good slayer slayer are amazing slayer. You're having Slayer. Slayer. So you, you're the only one that's even remotely lukewarm to death metal here. So Slayer and Anthrax and all this sort of Slayer. shit. Oh, I hear Slayer. I used to love um, Triple H's entrance. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, that got me going now, in fairness. Yeah. That boy is on your teeth. 100%, 100%. So that was a meme creator came in with that one. So thanks for the super chat on that. I hope uh, we answered that as best we could you know on the death metal scene i don't know i don't know how oh why stephen lennon controversial death metal is dead don't say it stephen do not say it well now we're in the the, the dawn of your division here well death metal still has a place in society um and we won't we won't uh kill her off just yet oh 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 oh, oh. laszlo now with one so on the metallica talk lars ulrich is the worst drummer on the planet officially bit harsh Poor Ash. Lads is all right. He's part of the biggest yeah, we all know the the best drummer in the world. Is. Yeah. It's Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Best drummer ever. Cannot yeah. argue. Well, he's better that, than Lars Ulrich like, anyway. They're not, they're not a great, like, they're not, they're not everyone's cup of tea, but the best drummer I've ever seen live was Yaman of the Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh it, it's fucking ridiculous. Mass something, I think his name. Someone in the chat would definitely know him, but I seen him at Oxygen years ago. He, he fucking ridiculous. He done <laughs> he done a solo from Teddy Picker and yeah. It went down for about eight minutes. He, he's ridiculous, <laughs> so good. Who was the famous one arm drummer? Who is it? Does anyone know? Oh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard, yeah. Def Leppard. 
He lost it in a crash or something, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did, his yeah. Name? yeah. If you want to hear the great drum solo, Moby Dick. Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin. Put that yeah. on for you. That's well, that's quality. it. I mean, that's John Bonham. Do you know what I mean? If you want to hear like 13, 14 minute drum solos, we're on a bit of Led Zeppelin. Um, Dylan O'Rourke on a little side one here. My favorite wrestler. I'm assuming he's on about Matt Hardy there because he mentions him before. But while we're on wrestling, Paul, have you got a favorite wrestler? <laughs> yeah, uh, many childhood sort of like growing up watching it. Um, of all time, probably either. Stone Cold Steve Austin or Bret Hart, like, and then nowadays, probably the last good one was CM Punk. CM Punk, there you go, controversial. Bertie, favorite wrestler. There's only one Macho Man Randy Savage, greatest wrestler that ever lived. Ever. Go. End of story. You're best promos, best wrestler, everything. The Intercontinental Champ, fuck's sake, it's like going for the best team ever, the away for cup teams. Shawnee, best wrestler of all time. My favourite, my favourite is Triple H. Yes, that's the correct answer, and will always be the correct answer. He was just a bollocks, wasn't he? Yeah. As you said, he had the best song as well. And then, like, you were riding him into, and then he ended up riding Vince McMahon's daughter, <laughs> and then he ended up where, and now he's running the company. He's yeah. fucking deadly. Rick Flair, <laughs> when I look back, Rick Flair was, Rick Flair's promos are the stuff of legend. To be honest with you, I'm from the Attitude Era, like, if you could bottle that up and put it in me, I'd be a junkie, honestly, because <laughs> yeah. it's just, just give me it all day. It's just yeah. fucking phenomenal stuff. Yourself and Davo are big on to the attitude era. Yeah, I'm not attitude era myself. So, yeah, who isn't? Sean you know? Michaels played Mighty Janetti through the barber yeah. shop window on this, like, just legendary stuff. Saturday yeah. Night Live, that was Saturday Night Live, 1988. Yeah, or 1986, 88. Yeah, it's great. All the lads showing in shouts there, the Iron Sheik, it's a bit blading, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, some, some good names. I'm actually going to, point. I'm actually going to wrestling in. In March, uh, Scrapper Mania. It's on in uh, the National Stadium. That, and, you know uh, what? They, they do really well, Albert. Don't they? It's that, that Irish. It's really big now. It's, it's yeah, this is before the fifth one. And uh, yeah, um, Moxley's going to be wrestling at it. John Moxley. So. Yeah. I'm actually on to the WWE one. I actually heard something on that this um, this morning. was listening to a podcast. He's, he's actually double booked for uh, two shows on the same day. So there's talk that he might not actually make that show. Well, we'll roll it. Throws for the favorite wrestler now is Orange Cassidy. By the way, so throw that out. Orange Cassidy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What do you know who I love? Do you know who I love? Randy Orton because he's a snaky fucker as well. I'm a big fan of Randy Orton. My son hates him. I love him. That's who I like. Um. Anything else before we finish up, lads? I don't want to keep you all too long here. So wrestling got a good legion of them. Some great names getting thrown out. This happened last week when we were trying to wrap up and people are throwing in telly shows. We've, we've done it now with wrestlers. So Coco beware, fucking giant haystacks. Anyway, lads, Paul and Bertie, thank you for calling in tonight to join us uh, on the, the call-in show. I wish more would do it, but... It was good to get you on. It's it's not that daunting. Sean, you said it last week. It is actually quite daunting when you're ringing in. And yeah, it is, to be fair. <laughs> it is. It is, it is. Even I, I come on here and talk shit 
for an hour nearly every week. And I rang in last week and I got cotton mouth. So it was like, <laughs> Mrs. looked at me going, take that blame flip flop out of your mouth next time you're going on the internet, will you, for fuck's sake, you're making a show me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, that's it. But look, I taught I you well, Sean. You put a shy talk, so you know, you did, you did. <laughs> didn't make it off a stone, right? Uh, we'll leave it there, lads. Thanks very much for coming on. There'll be more shows on during the week. Gav will be back running all that sort of good stuff. Um, we will leave it there. Hold on, let me just get this lined up, and uh, we'll see us all again soon. Take care. Podcast Network.